The first two actions I do when I open my inbox. Number one, I look and I see, is have I gotten a response from anyone I make, I'm waiting on a major decision from? Meaning I do not check my emails. I don't just start checking my emails based on when they came in. If you are checking your emails based on when they came in, you need a lot of productivity help. Stay in our coaching membership for the rest of your life. That means you must have another hundred habits that are terrible and ruining you. Okay, you need to look at your inbox and say, did any or any of these people who sent anything, someone I've been waiting on a major item from? If not, don't open. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success. 
right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. If you really want to achieve double progress this year, I'm going to give you something that I just had a coaching client conversation with yesterday that might activate something in your mind to think about how much you've been progressing or not. And here is my challenge to you. Stop losing days to discouragement. Stop losing days to discouragement. Now, this isn't part of the 10 things I'm teaching here today, but I would love for you to think about the last six months. Have there any, have there been any days where you lost some momentum because you got discouraged? You lost some momentum because you thought, I'm not as far as I wanted to be. You lost some momentum because somebody judged you. You lost some momentum because, you know, you saw somebody doing it better than you and you thought, oh my gosh, who am I? I'm stupid. I'm just starting or, uh, you know, I haven't achieved what I wanted yet. Or have you, you know, you tried to set up that website. It didn't go right. You got discouraged and you disappeared from it for three or four weeks. And then you came back to start working on the project again. Or you had a bad day of writing or contributing or leading. And then you went in the next day and you barely gave anything. You barely showed up. That's a lot of lost days to discouragement. And that's what happens to people. They get discouraged. And once they get discouraged, what do they do? Well, they're discouraged and they lose an entire day. They're discouraged. They're letting that emotion come in of discouragement. And now the next day, guess what they find themselves doing? They spend twice as long on social media. They spend twice as long browsing. They spend twice as long shopping. They watch two seasons of something on Netflix and you lose your days. And I would love you to think about it. Think about like how many days this year have you lost to discouragement? Too many great people fail to reach their full potential because they got discouraged and they didn't show up the next day. Part of achieving double is decreasing the frequency in which discouragement kills the next day. Part of achieving double, getting double time progress, is realizing how much you lose when you get discouraged. You have to learn to identify the time when you, ah, I feel discouraged. And instead of going to grab food when you feel discouraged, or instead of going to watch social media, instead of doing something like that, no, you're gonna go, okay, I feel discouraged, let me honor that. I feel discouraged because I really wanna achieve, I really wanna give, I really wanna serve, I really wanna be a person of excellence. But you know what? I compared myself. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. In other words, instead of using discouragement as a reason to go, like, not be your best or eat food or browse, analyze it a little bit. Go, where's this coming from? Oh, you know, it's coming from a positive intent. Your discouragement is coming from the positive intent that you want to be better and give better and succeed. So then ask, what's the next right action of integrity for me? What's something I could do right now to just move forward a little bit. But I think it's really important that you don't lose time to discouragement. Okay, with that, I've got 10 big ideas for you. So write down the top of your journal, achieving double progress. 
Now you've come this far. And what I'd love for you to do is first go ahead and write down as fast as you can in your journal, what are some of the reasons you've achieved how much you already have? Like what's some of the, what's some of the things that you do that does keep you on track? What's some of the things that you do that you can celebrate, honor, recognize as a strength, recognize as something that is working for you? Please write it down in your journal because here's the thing, to achieve double what you're doing, when you can stay more disciplined to what works, obviously that's gonna move the needle. I have to go beyond that in the training today, but I'd love for you to be thinking about your own craft, your own ability to get things done. And I think that's incredibly powerful for you, okay? So write down what does work, what works for you in your journal already? Why have you progressed as much as you have? What's been working? Like, I'll give you an example for me. What's been working for me, I fill out my high performance planner every single morning. What's working for me is I'm making sure I work out five times a week. What works for me is that I deeply desire to contribute and I remind myself of that every single day, which fires me up, which gets me going. And it's that type of thing that really like connects me with the day. What connects me with the day, what helps me go is I get up every 15 minutes, I stretch, if you guys don't know, then I bounce in place, I take 10 deep breaths, I reactivate myself, I sit myself down and go, what's most important for the rest of the day? I go at it. What's working for me is I play music in the background when I'm working. What's working for me when I feel distracted, I close all my browsers, I put on my Bose noise-canceling headphones, and I just crank. What's working for me is I say no to things that I know are real distractions and won't move my career forward. What's working for me is that I ask for help and I delegate. What's working for me is I touch base with my wife and I say, this is how this week is gonna go. This is where I might struggle or need some help. Where's yours? What do you need to do? I feel like I have a comrade in this journey, a person who supports and cheers me on. So what works for you? Just be aware of what's already working for you. Because if you double down on what is working for you, if you double down on what's working for you, the odds are you'll double your progress. Double down on what's already working. I know that's basic, but I want to make sure everybody got their refresh on and is ready to go before we jump in on the training. My encouragement as I teach you this today is to do a gut check. Are you progressing fast enough in your personal development, your career, financially, emotionally, for your family. You know, I always like to anchor what we're doing is what's important. The reason I care about you progressing faster is because I know you have people you serve. I know you got a family counting on you. I know you got a team who's counting on you. I know whether you know it or not, there's people in the world awaiting your influence and they need to see it. They need to see you show up as your best. You don't know it, but you're a role model. I just know these things. And if you can just connect with why is it important that you get back on your A game right now? It's important that everybody's on their A game. We have a world in turmoil right now. If we ever needed you, we need you now. If you ever thought about showing up as your best, being a role model, achieving more, building your business, making a difference in the world, get at it right now. If you ever wanna be a great parent, your kids need you now. If you ever want to be a great leader, the team's already been looking around the last six months. Where are you at? Like, it's a challenge. I get it. It's hard. But we need you now. So listen to what I'm about to teach you. Let's get to work. Number one, number one, I need you to level up your role. I need you to level up your role. 
Now, what do I mean by this? If you've been training with me for any amount of time, you understand what I talk about in psychology a lot about your identity. And one of the reasons that we don't achieve more in our life is that our identity does not match the mission in which we are charging for. So a lot of people say, oh, Brendan, you know, I want to I wanna be a billionaire, right? You all remember when people used to say, I'd sure like to make a great living, or I'd sure love to be the wealthiest person in town, or I'd sure love to be a millionaire. But now everyone wants to be a billionaire and a trillionaire. Okay, great. Good for you. But what people say, I want to be a billionaire, Brendan. But when they get up and they start getting dressed and they start thinking through the day and then they get lost in social media and then they get on their email, that identity is not matching up to the mission required. Let me give an example. Maybe you're somebody who you own your own business, okay? You own your own business and you're somebody who goes, okay, I, I own my own business. Uh, I, I guess I better go to work today, but you know, I love my freedom and everything. And, and uh, you know, I'm just a creator and you know, I'm just doing enough to get by. And your identity, your real identity is somebody who has some freedom, somebody who enjoys their passions, has their business, but the way that you are showing up to work each day is revealing what the role it is you feel like you play. The way that you show up each day is revealing what role it is that you think you play. Uh, let me give you a very tangible example. I remember when I worked in corporate America, uh, some of you guys know, I finished, when I finished college, whatever it is, 20 years ago, whatever, uh, I took a corporate job. And it was a good corporate job. And I worked for a major consulting company, a company called Accenture. And I did leadership development and change management with them. And good job. And though I had a lot of people that I worked with there who would often show up and, and you could just kind of, some of them you could tell that they were there to get a paycheck, to punch the clock, to show up. And I'd hear a conversation. Sometimes their conversations almost sounded like this. Well, you know, just trying to survive. Just trying to get by. You know, just trying to be a good provider. And their work effort each day would reveal that their role was a role of just a survivor. Just a, just a role of somebody trying to get by. Just a role of somebody who hopes to do good. But that is not sufficient if you decide in your life that you want to double down on your progress. If you want to achieve more, you need to level up that role. You can't go to work and go, I guess I own my business. And I'll go, boom, no, I am the CEO. Today, I'm a warrior. I'm showing up. I'm battle cry ready today. My role is to be an extraordinary provider for my family, an unbelievable leader for my community. It is my role, my job, my dream. It is my role to lead this industry, lead this business, lead this team. And you anchor in, you touch point in with that role that fires you up. If you want to be a great mom, then don't say, well, gosh, I'm, I'm a mom and it's so hard and so exhausting. Yes, it's, yes, it's so hard and so exhausting for everybody. But some say, I'm going to be an exceptional and extraordinary caregiver. I'm going to be an amazing parent. I'm an extraordinary leader. You've got to take your role and stop saying, well, I guess I'll just get by. The number one challenge I see in small business owners all the time 
is a small business owner who never stepped into the role of CEO. They never said, it's on me. It's on my shoulders. I lead this thing. You are the general of your life. Have you been living that way? You are the dictator. You are the captain. You are the sole provider. You are the masterful creator of this life of yours outside of God. You are in charge. Have you been showing up that way? Have you been showing up as a person who is living the ideals of the role you want to play in life? Like me, I want to be the role model for a lot of people. What does that mean? Well, as a role model, I know my role is to show up enthusiastic, prepared, excellent, ready to serve, caring, thoughtful, giving. Let's go. That role I challenge. Sometimes I walk in, I'm like, you know, I'm not showing up as Brennan Burchard right now. <laughs> I better show up a little bit better. You know, are you showing up as the absolute best of yourself? If not, what's happening is your role, your identity in life is you've, you're playing that role of the backseat driver. You know, your role is as the person going along to get along. And you've got to level up that role to warrior, to leader, to general, to captain, to the person who is going to lead the troops and take your family to your ultimate destiny. You're the person no longer marching behind everybody else's flag or banner, and you pull up your own banner, your mission, and you're waving that flag and you're marching forward. Let's go, guys! That leveling up of role puts you in a very different place. Y'all follow me? It puts you in a different place. If you don't start with your identity, we can give you all the tactics. I can hand everybody here a high-performance planner. But if we don't work backwards from your identity, who do you want to be? What's the role you want to play in life? Man, I want to be a great leader. If you want to be a great leader, you show up to work each day differently. So this levels up the expectation that you have on yourself, and most people are terrified of that. They already feel like, gosh, I'm barely succeeding in the roles I play. I barely succeed as mom or dad. I barely succeed as leader. I barely succeed as this. But what you didn't realize is you downgraded your expectations for the role you can play in life. You downgraded your expectations for the role you can play in life. When in truth, you could play an extraordinary role. You could be a role model for literally generations of your family's name based on how you start showing up. As a mom, as a dad, caregiver, leader, business owner, influencer. But you have to really accept that. You, you got to step into this now, guys. It, it's time for you to really, I mean, like, like maybe put your hand on your heart and recognize like, wow, I, I got to own this life right now. I got to level up that role. See, if you want to be the millionaire, you can't keep viewing yourself as the person who just makes 50 grand. And I know this, and I don't say that rudely. Like, I remembered I was struggling with money for a long time because I just, I never had any money growing up. You know? I didn't understand. I, I just was, I, I viewed myself as that small kid from that small town in Montana. I couldn't see a bigger vision for myself and myself playing a bigger role. So I had to start envisioning it, thinking about it, and dreaming about it. And so we got to start with your role. We need to make sure, first, whatever roles you identify yourself with, you decide to be a great one. 
You know, it's that old saying, whatever you whatever you are in life, be a great one. You're a janitor, be a phenomenal janitor. You're a person who's the caregiver in your family, be the best. Have that will and that desire. You deserve it. I mean, maybe just put your hand in your heart. You deserve this. You deserve it. Like you got it. You deserve a bigger vision for who you are and the roles you can play in life. And once you accept that, you're like, wow, you, your behavior changes when it gets time to get to work or to give or to care or to contribute. And people always say, well, Brendan, how is it you show up and you get so much done? I'm like, I expect that of myself because I can see my role in this industry. I can see my role and how I want to serve other people. It's important to me. And I know it's important to you guys too. So please just consider for a moment, just consider for a moment, the power that could happen in your lives. If you really kind of just connected with this for a minute, if you just leveled up this role, you know, take a hundred percent responsibility for your life, recognize where you are, which roles you're playing and where you're not playing your best. And let's get you back in the game. Okay. So easy one, level up your role. How do you do it? Got it, Brennan. Got it. Maybe what you do is you write down your role each day. Maybe each day you sit and you visualize yourself leading, speaking, caring. Maybe imagine yourself as a more confident person. Maybe you imagine yourself as a better leader. Maybe you do the hard work of sitting down, writing all your roles down. I'm a mom. I'm a leader. I, I'm a contributor to this team. I'm in this community. How am I doing? And being honest with it. I hope that helps you guys because I appreciate you and I believe so much that your role here, you, I know you guys kind of get this, but the amount of work that you do in your personal development is not normal. <laughs> you know, And I say that with so much, I love how much work you do in your personal development. And don't you wish everybody did as much personal development as you're doing right here, that you're dedicating yourself to today. Don't you wish everybody else did that? But they don't. That's why your role is so critical. As you are developing yourself faster, you can contribute more. And so I honor you, each of you, for being here right now. Now, let's move on to some tactical stuff that I know that you guys really want for those who are like struggling to achieve something a little bit faster and a little bit more this year. And that's number two. Number two today is create your battle board. Create your battle board, right? Write it down. Create your battle board. What does that mean? Here's what it means. If I could, through the internet, and show up in your house right now, could you take me by the hand and show me a wall in your house that clearly outlines and shows what you are working for? Maybe you call it a visual vision wall. Maybe you call it a mission wall. Maybe you call it your, you know, your war room. But is there somewhere, can you show me on a wall, visually in your house, not on your computer, not in your little phone, you know, not in this one little note that you tuck away and you hide from everybody else so they don't see what you're working on. No, show me a wall with your battle plan. See, so many people don't break through and they don't break through because what's end up happening for them is so often they're in this place where, you know, unfortunately, the, the truth is, the truth is, they didn't have a plan. And they won't talk about it, and they won't say anything to anybody. And yet, if you get down to it, you start coaching, 
you start working with them, you find out they didn't have a plan. They did not have a plan. And so I think it's so important that you realize the value of having your battle plan, right? So a battle board, what's a battle board? If I showed you your house, you would have a wall somewhere. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe you wrote it on a regular eight and a half by 11. Or if you saw it in my room, it's like I went to, I literally got like butcher paper and I take, you know, some blue tape and I wrap this thing on this butcher tape across the wall. And what is on that wall? There's 12 boxes on that wall, ladies and gentlemen. What's on that battle board? 12 boxes. What's each box? Yep, a month. Each box represents one month. And within that box, what do I have written down? The goals that have to happen that month. The metrics that have to happen that month. The steps I'm going to take that month. The key activities of that month right there on the battle board. Y'all got it? So, and I've seen a lot of these from clients before. I'll walk in and there's their battle board. You know, and they, they, they might have a fancy one made out of burlap and tacks and beautiful Instagram ready battle board. And, and here's what they got. They got their mission statement across the top. And then they've got on there a reminder of the three words of who they want to be as a person. You know, enthusiastic, bold, present. Oh, I like that. Then they've got the 12 boxes. Oh, look, in July, here's the numbers they're trying to hit. Here's what they're trying to do in August. Here's what they're trying to do in September. And on that battle board, it might be the most simple things. It might be in September, event coming up. Okay, what are they doing before the event? Here's the five steps. Okay, October, what are they doing? They're taking the vacation. Here's what's going on. But visually representing your battle plan that's on a wall that you see all the time is so important. I cannot tell you how many people fail to do this. And I think it's unfortunate because if, I know many of you have been in corporate America before, if you've ever worked at the senior leadership level, they've got, you know, war rooms dedicated towards this. You know, I've had the blessing of being in the White House multiple times. I've had the blessing of being at NASA. I've had the blessing of being at some of the biggest companies in the world. And when I work with these executives, they dork out on, oh, here's what we're working on, Brendan. And there's a board. I just call it the battle board. And they're right on the battle board is everything they are working towards and moving towards. And I see that battle board and I know them and I know they're going to cheat. And I think it's important. If you ever met, been a member, I know we have a lot of members of the, of the U.S. military here. Congratulations. And we represent and honor your service. And I will tell you what, we just, I mean, you guys, we respect you so much, but I love the military at this. They put a bunch on a board. Everyone stands around, talks about it. Right? In your business, I'm sure you got a whiteboard somewhere, but here's the issue. A lot of people have a whiteboard in their house, in their home, in their office, and it's empty all the time. Or they use it once in a while. No, I, battle board, permanent plan for achieving what this year? So if you don't have that, give yourself the gift, go get some butcher paper or big poster board, tape it up, get some blue tape so it doesn't rip off your paint, tape it up on a wall, draw a box, July, August, September, October, November, December, and get razor clear. What are your monthly or your weekly goals? What's going to be on there? 
What are you achieving? What are you working towards? Because some of you, the reason you haven't doubled your progress this year, your eye keeps getting taken off the game plan. You lose yourself in this. So many people, listen, I guess the average person now picks this up over 80 times a day. They pick up the phone 80 times a day and look at it and look at it and look at it. But ask them, did you look at your battle plan for the year? Do you know where you're at this month? What's next month? And they can't even say yes. And you're like, this is the challenge. This is the problem, my friends. So let's get better at this. Create your battle board. I want to see this. I want you to create your battle board in your house. No matter what you write on there, you got to have a board up. You got to have a board up. How are you going to win if you don't have a board up? You know, I always loved, if you ever visit the stock exchange, the old school, down on the stock floor, and you looked up and they got all the numbers ticking across there, it tells everybody on the floor what to pay attention to, what to do. Now, we've advanced beyond that, obviously, but there's some symbolism in that. And I just believe so many people, it's not that they don't even, I mean, listen, did you look at your goals every day this year? Every day. Did you look at your goals every day this year? It's such a simple question. Every day. I don't mean once in a while, every day. And if you didn't, my invitation to you is to consider the fact that maybe the amount of time that you're spending with your goals is not sufficient enough to motivate you. Maybe the amount of time you're spending with your goals is not sufficient enough to keep you focused. Maybe the amount of time you're spending with your goals is not sufficient enough to activate that unconscious brain that says, huh, I know how to achieve that. Maybe it's the reason you're not coming up with more ideas in the shower in the morning because you're not cueing your brain with enough repetition of looking at your specific goals. Because when you look at your specific goals over and over and over and over again, day after day after day after day, it literally helps rewire your brain and it helps program your brain to say, oh, let me pay attention to ideas, thoughts, and feelings I have consciously and unconsciously that might be able to manifest these goals. This is why having a visual representation of what you are after and looking at it every day is so critical to all of personal development training of all time. But why is it that so many people still don't do it? They just get caught up. More people look at other people's Instagram every day than they do their own goals. And we wonder why so many people are struggling to achieve things faster. Let's get you back on your plan. Let's get you back on you moving forward because you're paying attention to what is necessary for your life, your goals every day. Best of all, if you have your goals, I appreciate a list of goals, but I'd rather see it charted out on a page. There it is. Monthly goals, major activities. Got it. Mission statement. Okay. Three words that define who I am. Okay. My values. Great. Something up on that board that you look at and you go, there's my life. That's what I'm working towards today. So what else would you guys put on the battle board? What am I missing here? I want you to go out tonight. And get that, mate, like, doesn't matter. Go to an Office Max. Go to a, a Kinko's or a FedEx. Go to, they still have Kinko's? I think it's FedEx now. FedEx. Go, make sure you go out to any store. Like, go to Walgreens, Walmart. Get one of those. Just go to the kids' school aisle. They will have big boards like this. Go get three or four big white pieces of paper. Tape them with this blue tape across your wall and write out the rest of the year. And look at it every day. And yeah, you're going to go, my gosh, I achieved more, Brennan. 
what a magical miracle. I had a plan. I worked it. I know that you guys can do this. Come on, let's go battle boards. I've been trying really, really hard because sometimes you say, well, Brendan's, you know, I can't always relate with you. And I'm like, hey, then I'm a guy. I come in here every day. I got to sit down on that chair. I got to think about the podcast. I got to think about my contribution. I got to think about my team. I got to look at my metrics on my board and go, okay, how am I going to achieve more? How am I going to give more without obviously sacrificing relationships or well-being, which we're going to talk about for those of you who feel like you're out of balance. Okay. For those of you who feel like I can't possibly achieve any more, but I'm, I'm fried. You're in a good place today and you're in a supportive community. It is not about hustling and grinding 24 seven and ruining your relationships and your well-being, which is what most people make the mistake of. If you read my book, High Performance Habits, you know, there's a tremendous amount of research behind this that high performers aren't doing that. Yeah. Maybe people who are successful, you know, this minute, or this 15 minutes, or this year, or for the next five years, but where are they in a decade or two or three? They went and burned themselves out. They ruined all their relationships. They feel like crap. They have a midlife crisis. And I'm not judging any of that. I'm just saying there's a better way to do it. And that's by practicing your high performance habits and doing some things we're talking about today. Okay, so we talked about two ideas so far. We talked about first and foremost, leveling up your role. Then we talked about creating your battle board. Now what I'd love you to do, the most simple, basic, elementary thing you can do, and that is attack the low-hanging fruit this month. What does that mean? I know uh, sometimes our aphorisms don't work around the world. Low-hanging fruit, it means your quick wins, the things that you can do that are easy, that get you progress right now. Let me give you an example. Some of you are trying to double your business, and you are doing all this work building systems and running out there and trying to meet new people, going to 50 networking events and everything else. And sometimes it's like, hey, send an offer to your current buyer list. They're already your customers. That's the low hanging fruit, right? It's about going after what's there and going at the low hanging fruit. Notice this month, if you had nine days to go after your low hanging fruit, what would you do in the next nine days? days to get tremendous progress in the next nine days. What's an easy thing that you've all, that you already know how to do that you've done before or an opportunity that you haven't gone back to that. Well, you're out here trying to do a million new things, but you already have this thing that works that you can just work this thing that works again, really diligently for the next 30 days and see major progress. That's what I'm talking about with this strategy of attacking the low hanging fruit. What's already there, what's already easy, what have you done before, what have you systemized, proven, or shown before, and work that thing, my friend. What's the low hanging fruit? I want you to write it down. Like, think about it. What's the, what's the low hanging fruit in my business? Or what's the low hanging fruit in my career's business, if you work for other people? What's the thing we could do right away in the next 30 days that would really help advance our mission, our agenda? What is it? What's that thing? What's the thing we could take advantage of, you know, that's right there? In all areas of your life, there's low-hanging fruit. Some of you are like, well, one day I'm going to get healthy. You already have a friend who works out. Why don't you call him tonight and say, hey, could we work out together this week? Low-hanging fruit. It's already there. You're like, well, someday I'll get the perfect trainer. 
No, you have friends who already work out and work out harder than you. Go work out with them. Well, someday I'll figure out the perfect nutrition plan. No, you've already got that little hanging fruit. You already know what to do. Do what you already know how to do. I think so many people are seeking the new, 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 new thing and they're missing the thing in front of them. I know that's common sense, but you hear me say it all the time. Common sense is not always common practice. And that's why so many people fail to reach their full potential. They're not practicing the basics. If you own your own business, go back to your buyers. Offer them something right now. In the next nine days, everyone who ever bought anything from you ever, go offer them something that you already have, that you already know how to fulfill, that you already know how to implement, that you already know how to get out there. Yes, you could wait until you built the next seven products or go revisit everybody who hasn't bought the product you do have and make a little video and say, hey, I noticed you haven't bought this. You really should buy this. Here's why. It's great value. can really serve you. Like, just go. It's like, it's right there for you. You're sometimes waiting for the biggest lottery winning ticket when in front of you, you've got 20 bucks for dinner tonight. Like, you've got the low-hanging fruit available to you. Go enjoy it. Use it. I'm not saying don't be strategic because that's what the battle board was for. Your battle board was your strategic plan. It had your monthly goals. It had your weekly goals. It had your major activities. Maybe you wrote down some of the obstacles you're going to face along the way. Maybe you delegated a few items up there. Maybe you got your whole metrics built out for the rest of the year. That's your strategic plan. But then don't forget, there's some simple moves. What are the simple moves you could do to dramatically improve your life right now? What are you going to do? What's your low hanging fruit? What are you going to do? Don't just sit here and be like, wow, this is entertaining, Brendan, because I'm not that entertaining. I'm annoying. I'm challenging you. <laughs> what are you, what's the low hanging fruit? What are you going to do in the next 30 days to rapidly progress your life? Something that you already know how to do. You can already implement. You can already go. We're going to get a little more advanced as we go, but we to do some simple things too. This is a, something that I've practiced for about the last four years. And it's been very, very helpful for me. Here it is. Daily goals done by one. What I want you to do is every morning, fill out your high performance planner, know what you need to focus on and get done that day. And then ask yourself, if I could only, if I had to get this done by one, 1 p.m., how would I do it? If I only got to work until 1 p.m., and I know some of you only do work to 1 p.m. because we had a lot of extraordinary successful people in this community who, you know, you work your mornings, you take your afternoons off. I get it. I appreciate you too. But for those of you who have not achieved that yet, okay, let's think about it. Let's ask this question. If you only had, let's imagine the day only went to 1 p.m. Obviously, you couldn't get everything in. So what do you have to focus on? If you're going to have done by one, what do you have to focus on? The major priorities and the needle-moving activities. Write it down. The major priorities of the day and the major needle-moving activities done by one. That's what I do. And people are like, how does he get so much done? I'm probably not doing any more than anybody else. It's that every day, though, the major priorities and the major needle-moving activities done by one. Write it down. Major priorities, major needle-moving activities done by one. Then, guess what? It leaves a whole afternoon to all the randomness of life, right? Oh, I got to take a call? Great. Guess what? I don't take any calls till the afternoon. 
Why? I set that up so that I can make sure that I focused on the morning being dedicated towards moving my life and my business forward. That was my progress check. That's what I focus on. It's like, did I do what is necessary this morning? Before I took random calls from other people, asking me things, pitching me things, interviewing me on things. Now, some of you say, that's just not possible, Brandon. I got to get the kids up, get them to school, come back, check my email, respond to everybody else. And I'm like, no, you need to do your job and get it done by one. The major needle moving activities that are your job, get it done by one. You got to reorient the day. Now, people say, well, Brendan, what is one? I said, well, one's kind of arbitrary, isn't it? Because if you got it done by two, would that be equally good? Yes. But the done by one, because it rhymes, it sticks in your brain a little bit, right? You guys like this? It's like done by one mentality allows me to move ahead faster because I imagine I go, I only have till one o'clock to get my major needle moving activities. So every day by one, the major things that had to get done that I had to do, I've either got them done or significantly along the way. And that's what's important. But many people aren't doing that. You know what you're doing? You're spending so much time reacting to everybody else in the morning that you're not doing the major things that were on your plate that you were supposed to do. And that is why I know without a question in my mind, that to double the progress of this group, we can do it, guys. We really can do this. We can double your progress if we can help you adopt this mindset of done by one. Figure out what are the major priorities of this day and what are the major needle-moving activities. Hey, it's Brandon. I'm jumping in here to tell you about another show on the Growth Day Podcast Network. Yes, both of my shows are on the Growth Day Podcast Network. My show, Motivation with Brendan Burchard and Marketing with Brendan Burchard. Those two shows are sponsored by the Growth Day Podcast Network. But we have four other incredible shows that we have launched with. The first show is Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Trent is just an incredible motivational speaker. If you've never seen this guy on stage or listened to his podcast, go subscribe to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. He's got over 12 million fans online. Why? Because he just brings the fire. He's so incredibly passionate. He's so knowledgeable about the struggles we have with our mental health, with our relationships. Um, and like I said, he's just absolutely a beast on stage. When you see Trent bring it, it's so incredible. Well, his podcast is a reflection of that. I mean, Trent's one of those guys charging 50 or $100,000 per keynote talk, and you can go access his podcast for free. That absolutely blows my mind. So I love podcasting. So go just subscribe to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. It's an incredible show that will keep you inspired. You'll hear about his real life struggles as he's trying to deal with his health. You know, being a former NFL player, an athlete, when he gets injured or how he's trying to build his business or how he's trying to maintain positive relationship in his life where as a creator, you know, so many people are judgmental. He's an incredible force in this world, a great friend and somebody I know you'll learn a lot from. I just love his episodes. So go to Straight Up with Trent Shelton and subscribe today.
Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm going to change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy. I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language. Earn. To earn the gifts we've been given. To earn the life that we want. To work for it. To strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast. Now, I always get asked, what's the difference between the two, Brennan? What's the difference between uh, a priority and like a needle-moving activity of my life or my business? Okay, let's talk about priorities. Maybe, uh, your priority today, let's say, let's see, one of your priorities might be something as simple as, you know what? Call my uncle. He's sick. He's sick in the hospital. He's a priority day. I got to call him. Okay, I'm going to call him by one. That's a priority. A needle-moving activity is an activity usually related more towards an output, like an activity like, okay, uh, something moves the needle forward in your brand or your business. For me, as an example, a podcast episode, as simple as that sounds, might be a needle-moving activity. Great, that moves the needle in growing our, our brand. Cool, episode done by one. Oh, needle-moving activity? That may mean a major email broadcast to my email list. Great. Done by one. Major needle moving activity. Call somebody who uh, you know I'm going to do a business deal with, or who's going to be affiliate promotional partner. Call is done by one because that was a needle moving activity, right? Something that moves the business or your life forward. Sometimes your priorities. Hey, your priorities can be relationships. Your priorities can be handling things for your wife, your husband, your spouse, your partner, the kids. You know, those are priorities for the day. They might have, those are just like, that's a priority. It has to get done today. And this specific day, it has to get done. You know, it can't get done tomorrow because it wouldn't be a priority if it was tomorrow. Today, it's a priority, right? Priorities are today. So what must, it's not just a to-do list because lots of things are to-do lists. Like I think you've written to-do lists before. And isn't it true a to-do list sometimes for you carries over to tomorrow? Well, that's the difference between a priority and a to-do list. Follow? Because sometimes you write things on a to-do list, it's okay if you get at them to it three days from now, 10 days from now, 
50 days from now, a priority today, urgent, immediate, necessary. Let's deal with it today. And not just emergency reaction, but you put it there. It was on your battle board. It was in your game plan. It's in your high performance planner. It's going to happen today. Got it? So this, this idea of done by one has really served me throughout my life. And I really want you to hear this, guys, because I, I can't be more honest about something than this one. I'm not a morning person. I'm absolutely not a morning person. And I still implement done by one mentality, even as I'm not a morning person. You know, I'm, some of you know me for a long time. I'm kind of a nutty professor in the morning. You know, I wake up, you know, Denise is so happy and she's excited to do things. And I walk out into the kitchen and, and she's like, hi. And she hits me with a list of 74 things she's thought of and done. She's already downloaded from the universe all the obligations in the history of humanity as a woman, as a leader, as a wife, as a daughter, caregiver, family leader. She's, she's already got it all down. And I'm kind of like, huh? Like my brain does not kick on. I think it used to kick on a little bit faster, but since 2011, when I had my brain injury, it's a little slower. I'm a little slow roll in the morning. And, you know, I don't turn to a cup of coffee usually. I just let my brain kind of wake up and I start, you know, moving my body. So some of you know my morning routine. I do 20 minutes of movement. So I do yoga, calisthenics, stretching, or a walk, or a jog, or just something for 20 minutes. And it's not, to, it's not my workout of the day. It's just to open up my body, get mobility, activate, right? Then I spend 20 minutes with a book, something good, something I can read that is inspiring, makes me think, gets my brain turned on by reading. Then if I don't feel like reading, if, for any reason, if I don't feel like reading for the 20 minutes, I'll close my eyes, I'll visualize and think through the day. Then I'll spend 20 minutes with my high performance planner. And people are like, you spend 20 minutes with your high performance planner? And I think I've misspoken on that a few times and, and you guys busted me on it and it's okay. Um, in that I spend 20 minutes with the high performance planner and usually like a battle board type thing. So I'll fill out the high performance planner. I'll consider the overall context of what I'm doing. So I'll flip more to those monthly pages in the high performance planner. And then I'll kind of sit there. I'll visualize, I'll think about it. Okay. I'll walk through the day. How could I do that activity with excellence today? How can I be really present today? What might trip me up today? The questions in the high performance planner. I'll take those on. And then as I do all that, I'll go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the day now. You know, I'm ready for the day. And I get excited because that morning warm up, my body's open. My mind is open. My day is planned. Before that though, I'm gonna, you know, and then bam. So I got to go through that hour in the morning, but then I'm ready to go. And then my mentality, that doesn't matter. If, if that happened, if I had a late night and it's 10 a.m. and I do that by 11 a.m., still, my question would be, okay, gosh, I'm only starting work here at 11 o'clock. Shoot, Brennan, it's 11 o'clock. I'm only starting at 11 o'clock, Brennan. Done by one. What would you absolutely have to SWAT team by 1 p.m. to be done by one? And I cannot tell you how powerful this mentality is because guess what it is? It's your insurance policy. Because if you finish your major priorities and your major needle moving activities by one, then all the firefighting and emergency and reactive things you have to do the rest of the day, you got time for it. You know, you want to explore something, you want to get distracted to looking at something, 
hey, more power to you. You are done by one. You want to deep dive into something you dork about. Spend another hour on your passion. Spend that extra 30 minutes at the gym today. No problem. Done by one. You follow how powerful this is? It's your insurance policy. Getting it done by one. Number five, send your help emails as a first action in the morning. And I don't mean help emails like your support emails in your business or your brand. What I mean by this is I want you to identify where you need help every day. Write it down. Identify where you need help every day. In that morning session, I think about what's going to trip me up. What do I need help with? And I think about what do I need help with? Well, I need help with this. So the first thing in the morning, I'm going to, boom, delegate. Or boom, ask a question. Or boom, ask somebody if they send me this. Because what I do is I like to think about when I open up my email, I've triggered myself this way. If I open up my inbox, the first two actions I do when I open my inbox, number one, I look and I see, is, have I gotten a response from anyone I make, I'm waiting on a major decision from? Meaning I do not check my emails. I don't just start checking my emails based on when they came in. If you are checking your emails based on when they came in, you need a lot of productivity help. Stay in our coaching membership for the rest of your life. That means you must have another hundred habits that are terrible and ruining you. Okay, you need to look at your inbox and say, did any or any of these people who sent anything, someone I've been waiting on a major item from? If not, don't open it. Period. Period. Don't open your Nordstrom coupon email. What are you, what are you doing? No, you're not done by one yet. You don't get to open up dumb emails. What you need to do, first thing when you go into your inbox, go, who have I been waiting on an email from? Look through it. Oh, right. Ah, right there. Okay, I see. Barbara, right here. Barbara, I've been waiting for an email from Barbara. Look at Barbara. Did you get what you need? If you didn't get what you need, send her an email. The first action I have in my inbox every morning is looking to see who am I waiting on a decision from. And then number two, all the emails in which I need help or I need to delegate or I need to ask someone a question, those go out first before me checking any other emails. And that is one way you can achieve so much faster because if you get all those emails out in the morning, guess what comes back? The answers. And if they don't come back, obviously that day, but the odds are if they come back that day, now you got what you need to progress forward faster. Meaning I'm sending out the signal in the morning, send me the stuff, guys, I need to move forward faster. Where some of you, you wait till the end of the day and you realize you didn't get what you needed and then you send the email, but everyone's going home. You see how one simple turn can help you progress so much faster? I need you. First item in the inbox is you to send out your help emails or your request emails. For those of you who are in business, if you send out pitch emails or you're trying to drum up business through your email, send that out first thing. Don't get to the afternoon and go, oh my gosh, I better send those emails prospecting. Send out your prospect emails first thing in the morning. That's what's building the business, your prospect emails. So get that out first thing in the morning. First thing, guys. And that first action like that will help you succeed so much faster because you're not at the end of the day 
suddenly supposed to miraculously remember all of this, you're on your A game. Number six, important, you already know this, divide and conquer. It's so critical, guys, that you absolutely divide and conquer. I need you to do this in the next 30 days. Listen, if you have been waiting to hire a personal assistant, for all of you who've been waiting to hire a personal assistant, get it done, done in the next 30 days. No more wait seven years, wait five years, no. If you, need, if you do not have an assistant in your life or your business or your career, get one. Next 30 days, done. You asked me, guys, you said, how do I double, Brendan, my results this year? Stop doing it all by yourself, period. Stop doing it all by yourself. I'm telling you guys right here, right now, if you need a key new hire in your business, hire them in the next 30 days. Stop waiting. Stop like, well, maybe the person, the right person will suddenly appear and apply. You've got 30 days to get your assistant or to get your key team member hired in. And you're like, well, Brendan, I ain't got no money. I'm just starting. Fine, get a free intern. Fine, do that. Go to your local community college. Say, listen, I'm hiring. I need an executive assistant. Not paid, but they'll get a hell of a reference and recommendation. Great, check with them and their policies and their rules about that. But you're, you have a local university, a local school where people are looking for experience and you're sitting there slaving away 24 seven by yourself. Shame on you for not getting in the car I mean, get up, get dressed, get the car, go to your local university, go to the jobs board, go to the job department, say, hey, I need to hire an intern. How do I do it? I'm, I've never done it before. We teach me how to, how, I need to hire somebody here. I need an intern. Show me what's your process. They'll show you, you'll fill out the thing, you'll post it that day, boom. By the end of the month, you have support. You're spending too much time doing dumb stuff. Once you can accept that in life, you start looking for the ability to divide and conquer. You get that support. Stop thinking one day you will get the support you need. You need to architect the support now. You must architect the support now. And trust me, I do not say this flippantly. I waited too long. I waited too long. I don't have any regrets in my life. Don't have any regrets in my career. But one thing that could accelerate it a lot faster would have been to hire faster. Should have done it, should have done it. So for those who know our business journey, which I tried to share with you guys, I mean, we've been hiring like crazy and I should have done it earlier. I'm proud of the way we've done it. We've got an unbelievable team. I should have done it earlier. It's like, okay, get it done, Brendan. Build that team. It's not someday when it's the perfect time, get the team. You need support to divide and conquer. And two things that have to happen. Once you have that, you need to know your role in what you do. What do you uniquely need to do to move your career, your business, your life forward? What's the best of what you do? What's the best of what you do? And how can you delegate the rest? Or at least some of it. Listen, I know some of you are like, I don't want to delegate everything. Don't delegate everything. Delegate 10%. And guess what? You'll be 20% more effective. Because now you're not spending 10% of your time thinking about 10% of the things you have to do and then doing 10% of those stupid things. I tell people all the time, you don't need to delegate everything. Delegate 10%, you'll get 20% of your time. Got it? Delegate 10%, you'll get 20% of your time back. This is simple. You guys can do this. This is not brain science, but so many of you, how many of you would be willing to admit this down below? 
you've waited too long to hire, to get support. You waited too long. I'm always telling that story. You know, when I was starting and, and I was spending all this time trying to learn how to cook and I was a young man trying to achieve a lot of goals and dreams. I didn't know how to cook. So I went and went to the local culinary school and found somebody to come and cook for free just to get some experience as a private chef. They were cooking for a nobody, but they got a hell of a great letter from a nobody saying they were a heck of a private chef. They cooked me, I can't, probably 11, maybe a little over a year. And it really changed everything. It was dividing and conquer. I was, I'm not proficient at that. I don't enjoy that. But here I am spending all this time worrying about where am I going to go get groceries, worrying about how to make food. I just want, I took that off the table. I hired a culinary student. I shouldn't say hired, got an intern, culinary student who made, who like they got a, a budget. They went out and they, they did all the grocery shopping. They show up at the house. They'd make a bunch of food in, you know, a marathon of cooking. They'd put it all in the fridge for the next, and it'd make, that'd be food for me for three or four days. They did that for me for like a year. And it was unbelievably game-changing. It gave me hours and hours back a week. So for me, that made sense. Now, I know some of you love to cook, so you think what I'm saying is sacrilege. I understand. But I think you need to identify where are you spending a bunch of time you should not spend? Like, and divide and conquer. And here's the thing. You need to delegate that and set up goals for them and create structure for them. Whether you set up uh, you know, a, a formal structure in your company, like we have one in my company, where if someone comes on, they're an individual contributor, after a period of time, we start moving them up, they become a lead in our company, and they start leading other people on the teams. And then you know, as we hire more people, more people become leads, and it just supports, but everyone's doing something different. And it's, it, just, it just works even if I feel like we can continually divide and conquer as we hire more and we learn more, it's that I put it into play. It's not perfect, guys. And it's not going to be perfect for you. But you got to put it into play. You deserve it. You've been working so hard. And if you want to achieve double, it's so simple. Double yourself. Give the tools, the work, the priorities, the goals, the tasks to somebody who can support you, whether you pay them or they're an intern. I think it's really important that you guys get some support and you know this already, so let's move on, my friends. Okay, number seven, I love this one. Guarantee recovery time every day. Now, we talked about this a little bit based on one of you guys' questions, didn't we? But I think this is really important. Guarantee recovery time every day. Every day, not some days, not once in a while. Every day, we need that recovery time. Every day we need recovery time. Why? Because, you know, there's this myth that suddenly you're just going to be able to make the magic happen and there's going to be, you know, the, 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 the perfect time to recover. No, every day. So here's how I do the guaranteed recovery time because people ask me about this all the time. Guaranteed recovery time starts with every day I meditate. Every day I meditate. So for me, I tend to meditate in two different sessions and each session can go anywhere between 10 and 20 minutes. If I miss one, I never miss the other. So no matter what, every day, there's a 20-minute meditation that sometimes turns into a 20-minute nap if I miss the first. If I miss the first meditation, the second meditation often turns into a nap. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but I think it's important. It's there every day. It's literally scheduled. I have it in my high-performance planner. It's like meditate. It's in, I block the time. It's guaranteed recovery time. I do not miss, and I don't miss because 
I know I'm not effective. I am not naturally effective. I have to do everything to make myself effective. And that's why I'm here. The discipline of making myself effective, one of those is that recovery. You also know, many of you guys know, that 15-minute timed break. I, when my butt hits the chair, I set my phone, 15-minute timer, boom. Work goes off. As soon as that goes off, I stand, I bounce in place, take 10 deep breaths, re-energize my body, get back at it. Guaranteed recovery every day. I want you to make sure you put it in your high-performance planner. How are you going to recover today? What's your recovery? Uh, another guaranteed recovery time for me every day is Denise and I go on a walk every day. I don't think we've ever missed. We go on a walk. Yeah, I can't think of any time we have ever missed. Every single day we go for a walk. And on that walk, it, it's just like time to refresh. And I, I, I just let my mind wander. Sometimes we talk about work, sometimes we don't. But an evening stroll or a mid-afternoon stroll, just depending on when we schedule it in, I'm telling you, it makes a huge difference. So for me, it's meditation, it's a stroll, and it's every hour break. Those are my recoveries. What's yours? If you don't have one, it's very vital that you develop one for you to advance faster. Because when you're recharged, we talked about earlier, you go faster. Okay, some of these are basic, I know, so I'm gonna move a little on faster. This is my favorite one. Now, for some of you who feel like I'm stacking some work on you, this one might be the nicest one. I want you to park 2020 projects guilt-free. Now, if you don't know what that language is, let me give you an example. Um, what I want you to do, and this is really a strategic conversation we're gonna have right now. You need to look at the next six months in front of you and you need to get realistic right now. And you need to go, are there any projects I was thinking about starting or any opportunities I was thinking about starting that if I'm honest, I'm really not gonna get a lot of progress towards this year, but it's causing me a lot of you know stress and, and mental thought. If there are, what I want you to do is I want you to park that project in your January calendar. What do I mean by that? In your January calendar, I just want you to take that project out of your mind, put it in your January calendar, forget about it. It's done. That project is not going to happen. Just accept it and be cool with it. See, what I think people do is you're often, one of the reasons you're not moving ahead faster is because you're overwhelmed, right? You, 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 you feel like, you know, you're like, uh, what's a better way to put this? You, you, you like, your mind is so trapped in the fact that you're not progressing as much as you want across all these projects. But frankly, some of those projects, shouldn't even be there, guys. Some of those projects you're thinking you're going to do, you're not going to do, but you're giving all your mental thought to. So once in a while, you write some ideas down about it. Once in a while, you work on it. Once in a while, you kind of peter at it. When really, you, go, you know what? You're not going to do it this year. So take that project and park it over there. I'll give you an example. I have a book right now. And throughout the summer already, I've been kind of like tinkering at it and tinkering at it and tinkering at it. And finally, I was looking at it one day, I go, you know what? I'm not going to write this book this year. Why am I giving, I have so many other big goals this year that must be achieved. This book, this goal, it's not going to happen. So I took that project. I literally put it in my January calendar. I said, continue writing this book. Here's a link to all the files for it. Put it up in my Dropbox. Never looked at it again. 
It has no mind share. You stop giving mind share to the things you are not going to do this year. And it frees up this emotional and spiritual opening. Your body is like relieved. You're like, oh, I don't have to worry about that no more. Thank God, Brendan. Thank you for allowing me to guilt-free park the project later. Park it. it. This comes from the conversation of facilitation. If you guys have never been in facilitation, facilitating, like if you're with the group and you're facilitating something and someone br brings up a random idea, you say, oh, let's put that in the parking lot. And you have a flip chart of topics and conversations you're going to talk about later. That's called parking the topic. Well, I'm going to ask you, park the project. Yes, I know you're thinking about the thing. No more thinking about it. Park it. Think about it in January. For now, achieve these next six months. Move the needle. Be the warrior. Be the SWAT team. Get the things done on the things that matter. In other words, dedicate yourself right now. Finish so strong you stun yourself. How do you do that? You stay absolutely focused. You know your role is the SWAT team leader, the warrior. You've got your battle plan clear. You attack the low-hanging fruit. You knock it out. Every day you're done by one, and that gives you the rest of the afternoon to continue progress or to help other people or to lead or to serve or take care of your family, get the things done. You recharge every day. You divide and conquer. You got a team there working with you along the way. You're strong this year because you're not worrying about what happened next year. I have zero guilt about all the things I have not done this year. Right? No guilt. Your guilt about anything. Listen, if you got guilt about something in your life, that's like the break, man. That is slowing you down. Your guilt about what you did or didn't do last year. Your guilt about how you treated that person 15 years ago. Your guilt about this conversation you shouldn't have had, is action you shouldn't have took. Man, sitting worrying about all that, that's just eating your time for living the quality of life you deeply, deeply deserve, my friends. You really do at some point deserve to let all that stuff go. Because achievement, it happens a lot faster when you're emotionally and mentally free, doesn't it? You know, I tell people all the time, it's like, you want to achieve more? You want to have more? You know what you need more of now? Freedom. What people think is, well, one day, I'll achieve all these things. I'll be free. I'm like, if you can't find freedom now, you won't feel it later. You got to have some mental, emotional, spiritual freedom today if you really genuinely want to go faster. And I think that's important for you all to think about. Uh, you know, I don't have it as a talking point today, but it comes to mind so often because a lot of people are carrying around so much weight about stuff they did 10 years ago or things that happened to them 10 years ago. And look, those things were real and those things were important and those things might have been hurtful or painful, upsetting. But they're not here right now in the choice of the next moment. And if those things keep coming into the choice, or the next moment, of course the next moment is going to be filled with that dread. And if your next moments are filled with dread, how are you going to fill them with the discipline and the focus and the enthusiasm and the passion and the energy 
that's required for you to achieve your real goals and dreams. I know you know what I'm talking about. And maybe you make a list of things today that it's time to let go of. Let go of some of the projects you thought you were going to get done this year. And maybe tonight you redraw your battle plans based on that. Because, you know, about two weeks ago, I came in, I stood in front of that battle board and I had a lot of guilt. I was like, gosh, you know, I'm the high performance guy. I got three big things up there. Two months ago, I didn't get done. And I kept looking for time to squeeze those projects in to my battle plan over the next couple weeks and months. And I, I couldn't find the spot. And I kept looking and I thought, gosh, did I miss the window on those things? And I felt guilty I didn't get them done. And then I kind of looked at him again. I said, you know what? If those don't happen this year, they're not critical. They'll move us forward. They don't have to happen this year. What if I just parked those in January? And I thought about it. And I looked at the rest of the board, thought about all my goals. And I thought, you know what? That's a pretty good idea, Brandon. And literally, as I moved, I had a, like, a little, um, like a little magnet that holds the index card. And I just grabbed the magnet and the index card and I moved it at the end of the battle board. And that little movement made me go, so we're good. <laughs> you know? I know it's simple, guys, but you might be hanging on to something and it's causing you a lot of emotional dread every day I looked in front of that board. And finally it goes, it's just not a project I'm going to do this year. And I doubled down my re, like I literally felt myself in that moment, not only feel relief, I doubled down on the things that matter and going to make them happen, guys gonna make them happen. And I'm so excited about it. And, it. and some of you might say, well, what's the difference between that and putting up? Well, one thing is I had to ask myself, am I just giving up because I'm lazy? Or was this something that the time has passed and I'm on, if I'm honest, I'm not going to make significant progress to if I care about achieving these other priorities. So how do you know? Well, one, you're just giving up to give up because you're lazy. Or two, you just reprioritize on what's really possible based on where you're at now. You know, I know a lot of you are family members here, uh, not my family members directly, but I mean like, let's say you just had family and, and we have a lot of new moms as an example, who are always members of HBX community. And you're so hard on yourself. You're like, I'm not getting as much done as I used to. I'm like, yes, because you have a baby. And they get so mad at themselves. Oh, Brent, I used to get so much more done. And I go, yes, but you have a toddler now. Oh, I used to get so much done. Yes, but now you have two teenagers. You know, it's like, listen, life, it's not something that we have to be so, you know, unforgiving with. Like, recognize that life happens. And some of you have major projects you're just not going to do this year. So I'm inviting you to move them off. And I hope that wasn't spending too much time on this topic, but... I think if we can free you of the guilt of that and you can just do it gracefully, you'll start to feel so much better about your days and your life. Okay, number nine, let's move on. You got to defeat browse time entirely. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduced today's topic as how would you double how would you double your progress in the next six months and what you already did? That's a tall order, but it is not a tall order if you will defeat your browse time. Imagine if we took all of your last six months and we found all the browse time and we wiped it out, how much further would you be? But people are always browsing. 
And I, I don't just mean browsing like the topic we had earlier when I was talking about, you know, Facebook or Instagram or things like that. But I do, I, I always want you to, like, if my finger goes like this on this phone, my brain goes, dummy, 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 dummy. I've trained myself that way. I know you might not like that language. So please don't judge. It's something that I do. I'm not calling you a dummy. I've trained myself that. And people hate that I do that. I understand. It's my thing. It helps me. As soon as I feel this, my brain, I, I'm, dumb, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm being dumb. What am I doing? I got, I got responsibilities. People's mortgage, my team counts on me to be prolific and amazing so they can pay their rent or their mortgage or their, college, their kids' college tuition. I take that deeply personally. So I don't screw around. I just don't. So browsing, I want to create a negative effect. I don't want to be dumb in my life. So when I do this and my brain goes, dummy, 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 I, go, I stop. That's the one way I, I just triggered a response to myself. If I felt myself doing that, I would literally start repeating, dummy, 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 I'd stop. I'd put it down. That's not to say you should do that. I also don't recommend electroshock therapy or any other crazy ideas. I'm just suggesting that maybe you can create some cues for yourself to recognize when you're browsing. Let me give you another example. And I know some of you are guilty of this. Denise is great about this. If I, if we, you know, if we schedule a night off and we're like, okay, we're, we're going to do, um, you know, we're, we're going to have dinner and then Netflix. And she'll be like, okay, cool. If I sit there and I scroll because I suck at television, I don't, I don't know what to watch. I don't talk. I never, you and me, if we ever met, we would never talk about television ever. We would never talk about much pop culture. I don't know anything about that stuff. So for me, if I log into or, you know, swipe into Netflix or whatever with the remote, I literally don't have what, I have no idea what any of these shows are. I haven't heard about them on social media because I don't consume social media. I only post to social media and I only consume and participate with you guys. So I don't just, I'm not a consumer of social media. So I don't know what's cool or hot or in trend. I don't know what any of these shows are. So I'll browse through, to, to like it might take me 15 minutes to pick something to watch. This will drive my wife crazy. And she goes, stop, pick something. I go, what? She goes, just pick something. And I go, please, okay, please, lady. And I'll pick something. And I bring that up because some of you will spend 30 minutes to figure out a show to watch. Be decisive. Some of you will browse through 50 different options before making the decision in your business. Be decisive. Some of you will spend 40 minutes going up three extra aisles in the grocery store and turn up with an empty cart. Be decisive. If you want to go forward faster, be more decisive by recognizing when you are just browsing because you are indecisive or because you are bored or because you are unsure. The way to get done browsing is to decide. Instead of I'm browsing looking for something, look at it, now stop looking, get back to work. That's what people do. They keep looking, hoping that something is sufficient and fulfilling enough. So they scroll forever because nothing is sufficient and fulfilling on social media. So they keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And the, oh, that kitten one was so good. Now I can get back to work. No, look, there, you already saw five kittens. Choose one. That's a good one. Feel good. Move. Go. Decide. Stop browsing. You're killing your life with browsing. You are absolutely killing your life with browsing. And once you understand that, you're like, wow, I spend a tremendous amount of time doing that. I, I know, I, obviously I'm in the influencer space. So friends, the, the, they'll spend, you know, 40 minutes scrolling through a video to pick their thumbnail. I'm like, pick one. 
And I'm the worst person to pick a thumbnail for in the history of the world. I'm with uh, face, you know, pick one, go. It's yes, I know it's not perfect, go. You waiting for perfection is giving you time and permission to browse, which is stealing time from your progress. You gotta stop. You really gotta stop the browse time. And I promise, if you just train yourself not to browse, doubling your productivity, it's a cakewalk. You guys think you have to do so many more things. I'm saying actually do less of the dumb stuff and you'll progress faster. I know you know this one. I promised to end with something I thought was really important. And I think it is really important. And that is for each of us, as we re let's pull up high to what was the intention of today? What is it we wanted to achieve today? What, what did we come together for today? Today we got here because we wanted to figure out how could you double your progress? The last big idea is to refuse mediocrity. Refuse it. Refuse to end this year being mediocre at your career or being a mediocre parent or being a mediocre caregiver or mediocre anything. You must choose the life of excellence. You must choose to reach for that high performance experience, not go through the average experience in life. You deserve more than a humdrum, boring, distracted, unfocused, unmotivated life. To get more of that vibrancy, that pop, that connection, that fulfillment, you've got to refuse mediocrity. I know when I walk in the office someday, listen guys, when I walk in the office someday, I don't feel like it. So I do everything we've talked about here and everything with the high performance planner or my morning routines or everything we're covering in coaching month to month to month to month. Everything that you are learning as you stay with us, as you progress right here, because I won't let you off. Every month, I'm going to challenge you. Every month, I'm going to remind you of that discipline. Every month, I'm going to cheer you on. You have so much extraordinary power and capability in your body. Don't ever forget that. Your mind, your heart, your soul, it is geared and bred and built for service, for something extraordinary. You got something to give in this world, something to create in this world. So on the down days, on the discouraging days, you don't lose the day because you refuse to be mediocre. You say, no, I have the mindset. I have the identity. It is my role to be the person who shows up with excellence. You are a high performer. You know there's another level of experience for you. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. US presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10 digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community, 
community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503 212 6125.